Does it work? It does. Sure. I just want to make sure. And welcome to the midweek war stories. As your NOSA crew goes on a deep dive in the second shows for WCW and WWF. Thunder and SmackDown. For Thunder, it's the go-home show. show home, home show. I'm having a stroke. Two. Home Shopping Network. For the low price of, of uh, $39.99, you can watch Starcade 99 this Sunday. And on SmackDown, it's the beginning of the end. A.K. It's a new era. It's a new day. For yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you for WWF. I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, who's recording this time, Corey Mack. Hey, I just want to get in the pit and try to love someone. The uh, Powers That Podcast, Mike Boole. This goes out to all my heroes at the Methadone Clinics. This is a, uh, a, a Kid Rock uh, pro podcast. My no. name is Kid oh. But you're singing it, <laughs> no? I'm a pro bawada bada 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 wada podcast. <laughs> I'm just over here bawada buying myself. Don't worry about it. I'm. Do you have a blanket I can throw you're, over you're, myself? You're breaking place? a sweat over there, so uh, well, you know. I just want to paint the town red and paint some guy's wife white. <laughs> oh, oh, hand. Can you do that again? Like, but like, get to the. Say that again. I can't remember what it is. He wants to paint the town red. And radio edit. Thank you. <laughs> and that's, radio that's edit. That's all I wanted to say. So, guys, December 16th, 1999 is the day that we're about to watch these two shows. <laughs> that's true. That's the date that they were, yes. For Thunder, we're, in, Mo- hey, we're in Mobile, Alabama. That's unfortunate. Mobileen. Mobileen, Alabama. Not a single good wrestler from that town, ever. Bob Holly is hurt. I got an idea. I got a deal. Fucking move and be good at wrestling. Exactly. I got a deal. I'm going to beat up the powers of podcast. Come find me, bro. You'll scare me. So let's break down. And the bar gun beat you up. Shut up. <laughs> let's break down the go home show for hell nuts. Thun for uh, WCW. And that after we mark out NOSA for Starcade 99. Oh, yes. You and, I know, and I know I've already said I will mark out for one match that I don't know who's in it. So, <laughs> bro. Bro. It's like the most anticipated match of the night for me, for you guys. It really is. Mostly you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Let's start, uh, break it down. You're going to go from 12 to 6 real quick. I'm going to go inside, not out. Yeah. Uh, commenta- uh, commentary is one, Mike Tanay and Scott Hudson. All right. All right, an upgrade. Yeah. Uh, we start the show with a promo of Sid and Chris Benoit as... I, it might have been me, but did Scott Hudson sound like Don Callis a little today when he was talking? I'm like... That is Hudson, but it sounds like a lot like Don Cowles. They have similarities. Yeah. Uh, as they come out, we get a recap from Nitro of Nash jackknifing Sid. As uh, he did it, I heard him saying, I am American badass. That's in a couple of years. Uh, Sid says uh, <laughs> what what uh, the Outsiders have done the past week or is only the beginning of the end for them. All summer long. Benoit brings up Hall telling him, uh, bring up... Benoit brings up Hall telling him to go get the WWF's greatest uh, matches. Benoit says since he's not a wrestling fan, he didn't do it. I'm like, what? I don't know. Hall was just uh, trying to drink you away. But he does know Hall is uh, the greatest ladder, ma- uh, greatest ladder match wrestler today. Somewhere in San Antonio, Texas, Shawn Michaels got irrationally pissed. Right about that time, like he he's just probably sitting there, like a dust, like the like a flicker of wind came by. Yeah. He's like, 
He's like, you know what? Something's wrong. You never met a motherfucker quite like me. <laughs> he woke him up from his soma coma. <laughs> but at Starcade, <laughs> but at Starcade, Chris Benoit will show that he's better than him, and uh, he's going to he find out it. what the Crippler is all about. Ooh, <laughs> we all did. Sid calls out the Outsiders uh, so they can have a tune-up match tonight and a tag match. <laughs> Tuna match. <laughs> However, Kurt Henning comes out with Shane and Creative Control. Play it. Play, I play. so wish. I so wish for would do a little shuffle. <laughs> Uh, Kurt says the Outsiders are already part of a House of Pain match tonight with Goldberg and Bret Hart. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is this, man? Uh, You're already booked. <laughs> yeah. All the demands that they have been wanting against the powers be have gone too far. So Henning says that Benoit and Sid will be facing off against each other tonight. And if they don't, they will both be suspended for six months without pay. Deal. Jesus. Without pay, it's crazy to think that on. you know what. Maybe less than two months ago, Benoit was facing Sid. <laughs> yeah, well, you know this never-ending change of of back and forth in 1999 in every wrestling company. Uh, it's kind of hard to keep track of who's feuded with who, who's teamed with who, and who's turned. Well, the only thing I know is Sid is, has half the brain he does of Kevin Nash. That's true. And when he yells, uh, when he comes down to the arena to the uh, to the ring, why he do you yells, think he brought Seth with him to Monday Night Raw? <laughs> brains. When he uh, <laughs> when Sid goes to the ring, he yells, "There's a new baby face in town." <laughs> There's a new baby face in town. He yells, "Moses, yeah. Moses." So, guys, commentary. I'm br- working baby tonight. Commentary brings up uh, that matches tonight. As I said just a minute, a second ago, House of Pain match, Outsiders versus Brett and Goldberg. That was so good the first time we saw it. Yeah, I think so. Awesome. Sid versus Chris Benoit, Vampiro. Or Vampiro versus the artist formerly known as Buff Bagwell. He's now known as Marcus Alexander. He's his Mab. Mab. Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Midnight are teaming up against oh my God. Harry Saturn Asia. Mm. David Ooh. Flair versus Norman Smiley. I mean, that's the main event mobile. That checks out. Chris Champagne Canyon or CCK versus DDP. So they just want to implode the triad straight the fuck up. J. <laughs> uh, special guest referee Double J Jesus I kid uh, However Hooventune Guerrero's music hits And Hoovy comes out And joins commentary And Hudson Not a fan Both of them not I a fan I thought this was my gig As uh, Hoovy thinks They're in New Orleans He probably does think He's in New Orleans So the guy uh, but we go backstage and we see DDP getting ready. But then Sting attacks him. Uh, you know, if Sting was on steroids. It's a fake still. Sting. Oh God, damn it! We're doing. He really has run out of ideas. I just we we. Oh, I mean, oh, so technically, it's the first time he's done this. So it's it technically hasn't. new for him. Technically. But I was like, since, God damn it again. Since, since 1997, when he comes out as the crow, how many times have we had a... Dude, it's been since 91 Halloween Havoc. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, we've had the so many multiple stings. Luger was laid out, or we think it was Luger, some blonde guy with a uh, wolfpack <laughs> Still shirt. inconclusive. To this day, we're gonna need to. Any way we can like freeze frame the picture 
I'm not quite sure who it was. Still I'm trying to figure that out. Could have been K-Dog. Could have been K-Dog. Still I do trying know to figure that out. Uh, Package plays the absolute worst fake sting. That is not even close to believable. <laughs> uh, Hoovy, we don't let him go undercover. Yeah. Then we see DDP <laughs> looking for Sting. Hoovy likes uh, DDP's shiny silver shirt. Uh, let's let's uh, go our first match tonight as it's sure. Vampiro Vampiro versus Buff Bagwell. Tanae and Hudson are talking to Vampiro, and Hoovy's like, "Can we talk about the match?" And they, they're like, "Hoovy, the bell hasn't even rung yet." <laughs> <laughs> Don't let that get in the way. Uh, Oklahoma comes out and joins commentary as he <laughs> brings me. his barbecue sauce. As Hoovy thinks that's tequila. Eight minutes in, we have a four man booth already. Eight minutes in. Yep. Uh, Vampiro heads over to the announce table, but Doctor Death, Death comes out and turn. Uh, but Vampiro turns around, and but behind Va- uh, Doctor Death, Jerry only's there, and Ooh. then Vampiro throws Doctor Death into the uh, post. Jerry only and Doctor Death get into it. Vampiro goes for the springboard, uh, spring hill kick, but Oklahoma hits him with the barbecue sauce. Buff Bagwell then hits. So wait. The- he doesn't have Bell's palsy, so this time will it give him Bell's palsy? Could hurt. We'll find out. Uh, Bagwell wins the match with the blockbuster. <laughs> the brain. Uh, so, yes, Vampiro loses his match going into Starcade. Um, yeah, it checks out. So they point him out, and it's a bigger deal later, but who the fuck is Aaron Neville? Oh, you don't know? Okay. Who the fuck is Aaron that? Aaron Neville is a legendary R&B singer. From the 60s through the 90s. Um, ton of hits, especially in the, the soul uh, charts. The Neville Brothers uh, as a solo. Popular number one hit was a duo with uh, Linda Ronstadt in the late 80s on the pop charts. So, uh, But yeah, that's he's a well-known soul singer. Is he from Mobile, Alabama? He's from the South. I don't remember if he's from Alabama or not. But he's actually been um, multiple wrestling events before. He sang the uh, he sang the national anthem at SummerSlam '93 in front of the Luger Yoko match, and then the Spring Stampede '94 did the same thing for they were in Chicago. Big wrestling fan. Hmm. More you know. Tell it like it is. Nothing. I don't know. I didn't no. think you'd get it, or you either, for that matter. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Vampiro and Doctor Death get into it until Doctor Death does a double under hook slam, and then. Oklahoma pours his barbecue sauce all over Vampiro. So Jerry. We do. He poured we, his barbecue sauce all over him. We see uh <laughs> we see uh Evan Courageous walking to the arena with spice. I don't think he can handle that spice. Yeah. And then we see DDP looking for Sting. I don't think he knows how to handle that spice. We get a gene with the artist. I'm not saying that full name anymore. I'm jo- I am on the uh Taff Cappy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the uh Shivani train there. That's too long. Uh artist does hand signals and whispers sweet nothings into Paisley's ear. Uh they make a lot of the uh print songs nineteen ninety nine references here. We're gonna party like it's two thousand. Did he cut a promo before this gimmick? No. No. I remember him talking. Nope. Never in my life. Nope. Score our next match. <laughs> As Evan Courageous <laughs> with Spice versus the artist it's, with Tigress. You should be excited about this show. It's the Jabroni match Jabroni of the week. Jabroni match of the week. I love that. 
As we'll be telling it like it is. We get a recap from a uh, quick recap from Nitro Spice being Medusa. He's not wrong, by the way. <laughs> it definitely is the jabroni match of the week. Hudson makes a joke about the artist saying it's going to take the artist 25 minutes to take his gear off. Um, also, the word of the day is sage. 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 Okay. We're, <laughs> However. Which, and, and a joke that I got because I'm lame. I get it. But, uh, um, what's that dude's name? The announcer. Hudson. Hudson, yeah. Hudson saying that uh, the artist going from the Simon and Garfunkel book of words. Mm. Parsley Sage, Rosemary, and Time for all you cool people with it. Not these two young fuckers here who think the music started with Run DMC or some shit like that. No, I wouldn't go and say that. Walk this way. Uh, Medusa comes out to the ring, gets into it with Spice. Medusa yells then at Paisley. Yeah, I don't know any other Run DMC song, but the, no one else uh, does. The DX. My, my Adidas. <laughs> Adidas, yeah, My Adidas. There you go. The Christmas song. Oh, the DX one, yeah. yeah. They're all bad, just so you can point that out. I don't know. I mean, they were like icons. Well, you know, so oh. it was so Pat Benatar, Corey. <laughs> Sounds like somebody has the Mondays. That's heat. Uh, right all there. three women get in the ring. Courageous tries to break it up, but the arts rolls up Courageous for the win. So Hoovy calls Courageous a girl and has no talent to be champion. <laughs> Again, he's shooting. He's Medusa. You know Hold on. You're yeah. three days away from your show, and the reigning Cruiserweight champion loses to a guy who not only just debuted, yep. but is nowhere to be found on that pay-per-view. Yes. Okay, cool. So two guys that have matches at the upcoming Corey, pay-per-view. Spoiler alert. <laughs> two guys that have matches at the pay-per-view have already lost their match. Yep. To the go home. Why not? Why not? Medusa shoves Courageous as Courageous and Spice hug it out. That's not fair. Get the fuck away from Spice. <laughs> yeah. We Both s- of you. Then we go backstage and we see DDP sneaking up on the real Sting and attack him. But then another Sting shows up. And DDP rips uh, the wig off, and he goes, Luger! Hey, who's Luger? I don't know. Total package, maybe? Maybe. Uh, that name right. I don't know. Put some respect on that gimmick. Well, he yelled Luger, and I'm going to yell to our next match. Is it Saturn in Asia versus Hacksaw and uh, Midnight. Midnight? As Hoovy, as they're coming out, saying, Revolution needs to evolution because they're old and boring. <laughs> I mean, again. I mean, it's no mystery. And then he t- tells Shane before he talks that the people are already quiet, so he doesn't need to tell them to shut up. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Corey go back in time and <laughs> yeah. get in the get in the Hoovy booth? They're already quiet. Shut up. I'm the one who fed Hoovy his lunch. Jesus. Uh, Dumb <laughs> like he doesn't need to tell him that. It's like Corey writing for Carson, he's just giving <laughs> Hoovy lines. Uh, Douglas is about to talk, but then uh, the lights go out and gong, and midnight shows up. Shane joins commentary, however, he takes Hoovy's headset. So That's heat. That's heat. Hoovy's been the best part of the show so far. You're not wrong. Harlem Heat come down to the ringside. It's a back and forth b- between both teams. Harlem Heat's checking on Midnight, but then all of a sudden Stevie Ray throws her into the ring. Like, hard. Har- uh, Harlem Heat begin to argue. Duggan throws the Revolution's flag. Uh, Duggan goes for a clothesline, but uh, hang on. Oh, there we go. Uh, goes for a clothesline, but Doug Liss hits uh, Saturn. Malenko then tries to attack Duggan with the two by four, but Duggan gets in and hits Saturn for the win. Harlem Heat is fighting amongst themselves uh, with Midnight as all this is happening. And then the Revolution, once again, attack Duggan, and then they rip off his 
uh, jumpsuit and then he's wearing his red, white, and blue underwear. So, I uh, hate to point this out to all you people in America. That's a flag code violation. <laughs> Funny, I was just about to say out. the same thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're not, these... uh, you're not allowed to use the flag in any way to like wear. Except for the flag. Everything else is a fucking violation. Yeah. So all these idiots who pretend to love America, who like wear their fucking America flag shirts, hey, they're committing they're technically a crime. So, Rex Kondo, his, uh, <laughs> fucking his, idiots. his sweat, your flag pants. Uh, yep. You're really going to hit. You don't want to get hit with when I'm wearing one of these bad boys, do you? <laughs> However, then Aaron Neville, the Grammy singer, comes out of the uh, crowd and chases off the revolution. Building them up strong, huh? Maybe Aaron Neville is one of the mystery guys at Starcade. Is it Aaron Neville? No, it's not. <laughs> then we go Dave Flair. Gene's like, hey, let's not have an accident tonight. Although when you see who it is, you might think, hmm, Neville. should have been. Would have been so bad. <laughs> David has Gene pet his bear. A what? But Gene was too rough. What? <laughs> and David flakes out and runs off. What? I mean, you have to be sensitive with a young boy on your first time. I don't know Gene was Catholic. Come here, canteen boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see Sting looking for DDP as he's swinging his bat everywhere. Let's go to our next match. It's a hardcore championship match. It's Norman Smiley versus David Flair. Smiley's wearing the Alabama gear to get that pop. Uh, they hit each other with a lot of weapons for a bit until Ming comes out and chases off Smiley. And then Ming tears David Flair's bear apart. Ooh, that's heat. Damn. Then we see Smiley sprinting through the parking lot to leave. <laughs> Uh, my here's a favorite part. Uh, Sting comes out, but on the network, it's his generic, you know, the normal yeah. one. However, Hoovy doesn't know that, so he's singing the Metallica version. Seek and destroy. It made for a Luckily, I was I was watching the old Blu-ray, so I got the magnificent Metallica. Hoovy's been a breath of fresh air this this week. Yeah. Uh, Sting calls out Lex. Uh, he doesn't want to wait for Starcade. Told Package comes out. Package tries to sneak through the crowd to attack Sting, but Sting gets him. Hoovy wants to know who is that in the ring uh, because he's wearing the Sting uh, outfit still minus the wig. <laughs> he thought it was DDP. <laughs> Uh, Hoovy doesn't think it's the package uh, in the ring with Stings. He, he th- maybe it's Ric Flair. Jesus fucking Christ. Elizabeth comes down the ringside. Sting hits multiple Stinger splashes. Package grabs the bat, but Liz grabs it from Sting. A firm Bluger. Package tries to take a swing, but misses, and Sting low blows him. Sting tries to get the package up for the torture rack, but he clips Liz. Sting checks on Liz, but the package grabs the bat and attacks Sting with it. Bum, bum, bum. That's a lot going on. Then we go to EMTs checking on Sting in the back, but Sting wants Luger. Luger gets in the car and drives off. Luger has to pivot because he doesn't back out all the way. That was pretty funny. Me thinks there's a Liz stipulation at Starcade. Oh. More on that later. Our next match, boys, is Dr. Death... With Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner. Versus The Wall with Berlin. Not vice versa. I mean, that's... uh, Could be stiff. (laughs) We see... uh, Huh? (laughs) Hoovy. When Dr. Death comes out, he says that's his name because he looks like death. (laughs) 
Again, who'd, be, who'd be shooting tonight <laughs> on, on Dr. Death? That is a bold move, sir. We, we see uh, Chavo selling stuff in the crowd. Oklahoma. Who <laughs> <laughs> me again? Is huh? the line later in the match? No, go ahead. Uh, Chavo's the only guy in this company that sells. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was worthwhile when Hoobie came around. Uh, Oklahoma tries to give Dr. Death his boot, but Berlin stops him. So Berlin hit, uh, hits Dr. Death with it, costing the wall the match. The wall punches Berlin. So it looks like they're broken up already. Oh, cool. I have to say, I hope Hoobie's a thing, but I don't think it will be. Uh, Chavo's the only guy in the company that sells. <laughs> Jesus, man. They got one thing right. Who will be on commentary? Well, the problem with that is that he's going to get way too much heat to still be on commentary. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did drop a hard out last week. So. I don't care about that. That's clear. Yep. Now we're into the greatest recap of Nitro history. Are we now? No. Jerry Bunkhouse brawl match with Benoit Revolution. They're going to be uh, Duggan, Paul Orndorff getting fired, then also having a match after being fired. <laughs> With the help of Larry Z and Arn Anderson, who both been fired, uh, Sting and DDP fight each other instead of being a tag team. Uh, outsiders beat Goldberg and Hart for the tag titles. Joe, yes, I cannot stress to you how disappointed you're going to be when you see where this um, or North storylines goes. I cannot tell you how disappointed you're going to be in it. I can't let the disappointment of. Oh, man. Then we see uh, Buzzkill in the back having people sign a petition, even though he doesn't know what the petition's all about. (laughs) Typical hippie. We see Goldberg getting ready. Our next match, Kurt Hanning with Shane versus Dustin Rhodes. I mean, interesting second-generation match. Do they play that off like it? No. No, of course not. (laughs) No. Who's better? Prime versus Prime. Prime versus... I'm probably one of the few that'll say this, but Prime versus Prime, I'll take Dustin Rhodes. I'm a huge fan of his WWE run from 92 through 94. I think he is outstanding that time. As great as Hennig was in his prime, because he was fucking fantastic. But I'll take Dustin. One's perfect, one's natural. Yeah, so uh, there you go, right? Rhodes hits Shane, uh, Shane with the shot to the groin when he's sitting on the second turnbuckle. The lights go out. The match goes for a bit till the lights go out. But is that seven? Yep, seven is then flown from the stage into the ring. Seven must have shrunk a little bit. Seven has shrunk, <laughs> but seven knows how to bl- how to play a guitar. The El Cabong. So, so he smashes over Rhodes as it's Jeff Jarrett. I still say that was that's a badass a, fucking entrance. That's seven Jarrett. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, J J J J J J J. Oh Jesus. J J. <laughs> J? J? Seth Tuplet J. Seth Tuplet J. Octo Jarrett. Yeah, We're forgetting his middle name. Uh, <laughs> all three men attack Rhodes after the guitar shot. And then we go to Mean Gene with Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett doesn't care what Rhodes brings to the match because he's still going to kick his ass. A limo he, shows up. He brings a gun. He's still going to kick his ass. I mean, it's outside of the ring. It's illegal. <laughs> Bunkhouse brawl, baby. Anything's legal. See, so you go with the Tony Schiavone. Uh, right. <laughs> Don't make me Jesse Ventura this. So a limo shows up, and who's in it, guys? Uh, right. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Thank you. Then Sid and Chris Benoit come out, and they go, you know what? We've talked about it. We don't care taking six months off. They want the powers of B to come out, and uh, they want to match with them, so Creative Control comes out and goes, all right, well, you have a five-on-two handicap match. 
Creative Fair. Control, Shane, Kurt Henning, and LaParka. Cra- Otherwise known as the craziest Survivor Series team ever. LaParka deserves better than this. Yes, he does. Sid instantly power bombs Shane, then he chokeslams LaParka. Uh, Sid and Henning fight up the uh, aisle. Benoit grabs a ladder. Benoit ducks a double clothesline, rolls through, uh, does a cartwheel through the ladder, and drop kicks it into both members of Creative Control. Henning and a member ram the ladder into Benoit. That's when the ref calls for the bell. They hit Sid with the ladder. Then they beat up Sid and Benoit after the match. Then we go to Mean Gene with Yes Sir himself, Roddy Piper. As he uh, he says he loves being a thorn in the powers of B. He's uh, he's going to be the gatekeeper in the House of Pain match tonight. As uh, are you the gatekeeper? Take me to the gatekeeper. Yeah. Thank you, Ghostbusters. Uh, our next match, it's Chris Champagne Canyon. No, 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 Canyon does a street Alabama slam into a powerbomb. That could be someone's finisher today. Uh, Canyon gets thrown. Nia Jax. Uh, that'd be too dangerous. <laughs> I don't know why I burst out laughing. I thought of her doing anything that for, uh, physical. Yeah. <laughs> Canyon gets thrown into Jay Biggs on the apron. DDP hits the diamond cutter, but David Flair comes out and hits him with a crowbar. Robinson does the 10 count, and at 9, Canyon tries to get up. And instead, he puts his hand on DDP and gets a 3 count. Ah, win for Chris Shampoo Canyon. That's a trivia for you guys. I don't know why. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. But of all the things tonight, that made me laugh and got me so much unbridled joy. Just every shampoo. time he would call Chris Shampoo Canyon. Loved it. Bam Bam comes out and complains. Bam Bam shoves Canyon Canyon and smashes a champagne bottle all over his head. I get it because it's champagne. Um, it's early in the match, Hudson said that... Um, Canyon is going for that Oscar that year for Best Actor. Do you guys know who won that year? 19, it would have been 1990 films, so the award was in 2000. But it was for films in 99. I'm going to go. Come on, Best Actor? Best Actor. Kevin Ke- Spacey. Kevin Spacey, yes. American Beauty. For American Beauty. Yep. 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 Which I saw in the theaters there, Mike. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it was unfortunate, actually. I, I did not see the movie. I just knew he won. Uh, I kind of wish I would have been like you. Poor guy. You just, went, you just went for like the one scene. <laughs> no, no, I didn't like that chick. Of all the American Pie chicks, she's uh, the parody chick I like the chick least. Was it? Mina Shiro- Mina Savari. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know why. Short, short, short sidetrack. I don't know why it was one of. You know what? That Long wasn't sidetrack. Qu- that wasn't <laughs> quite the time period yet. Right, that summer I just saw everything from. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I, I do remember vividly going to see it. I think it's because oh, I'll watch. It's got all this buzz. I'm gonna watch a, a great movie, and I was like. I didn't think that was a great movie. Nope. Not even sure I considered it really good. It's not. It's got it's, that stupid bag blowing in the it's wind. Super boring. Then like Kevin Spacey looks like he's blowing the teenager in the uh, garage. Because you know what's funny? It's and it's a vastly which, different movie, but I always get. <laughs> I always get that movie and a Beautiful Mind confused. Oh, with Russell Crowe, which is a much better movie. Uh, I've never seen that one. It's very good. I've never seen any of them. Uh, what's what's his um what, what Russell Crowe? What's the one he did in two thousand? The, the, uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Gladiator. Yeah. 
So I was I was off Russell Crowe. Like, Over, nope. Overrated. I'm not doing it. Overrated movie. Never seen no, it. No, Night's Tale. I'll watch a Night's Tale all the day long. Never seen it. Black Knight? Seen it once. Night's Tale? Don't remember. With Heath Ledger? My mom loves that movie. Never seen it. Shanghai Total. Nights. Uh, I have not seen it. Shanghai Noon was okay. I, I haven't seen it. Whatever the first one was, I thought the first that one. That was the first one, Shanghai Noon. Shanghai Noon. Noon. Seen parts. Never seen it. It's all. really funny, actually. Yeah. Back when Owen Wilson had it. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Now it's just that. First of all, you disparaging Owen Wilson when he was in 99's best movie, Armageddon. So, I'll point that out. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Well, because I'll miss more of Thunder, baby. <laughs> I had a friend's mom that year. We'll get, we'll get to him, Joe. Don't worry about it. That's fine. I don't want to miss a thing. My friend's mom, that song would come on the radio. She would like get irrationally angry and yell, Don't close your fucking eyes then. <laughs> she hated, she hated Aerosmith so much. <laughs> Most people hated that song. Uh, most of the members of the band hated that song. Like cashing them checks, though. Yep. Yep. They got them a lot of money. But uh-huh. I, would, I would totally do that song. Yeah. Would you do Live Tyler? No. No. I never. No. You know what? Never, never was into her even back then. No. When even. she was the it girl. No, I, I might do Steven Tyler first, to be honest. Not, not with the Alicia Silverstone movie. You'd, nope. you'd have more fun. I mean, girls just want to have more fun. Although, if you bang Live Tyler, you didn't get to meet. Aerosmith, Spartacus. <laughs> or I'm, what is his name? I'm Spartacus. I am I'm Spartacus. Spartacus. You get to meet him. He seems cool. <laughs> that just takes me to Dead Man on Campus, where I just want to hang out with him and Zach Morris and get high all night. <laughs> oh, good old Back to Thunder. Dead Man on <laughs> Campus. <laughs> Whatever. You poke my bong. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Dead Man, uh, Roddy Piper's being yelled at by Crab <laughs> Control. Yes, sir. Piper tries uh, attacks him with a pipe as he's yelling at Stagehand to play his music. When uh, he tells Stagehand, when he tells him that to play his music, play his music. That's in Piper's line. Uh, then we see Gene in front of the outside of his door as uh, Nash says that Scott Hall has been attacked. <sighs> but you can see uh, Scott Hall just sitting there, <laughs> like from a distance. I'm like, what is happening? So our next match, guys. There is an injury. Okay. Is there? Skull's legit injured, so. Oh, okay. Uh, our next match and the main event is a House of Pain match where you'll be jumping for the WCW Tag Team Championship as it's Bret Hart and, the Go- and Goldberg versus the Outsiders with their special guest referee, Roddy Piper. Well, however, Creative Control and Jeff Jarrett come on down and attack Piper. Goldberg runs down and makes the save as he chases them off. Hall and uh, uh, no, Nash and Hart are fighting in the ring. Goldberg whips the door off. Jarrett then comes into the ring and blasts Piper with a guitar. Jarrett hits Goldberg with another guitar, and Goldberg shakes it off and then spears him. Nash then hits uh, Goldberg with a pipe. Uh, Jarrett and Nash handcuff Brett to a cage again yep. as they beat up Goldberg. <laughs> Uh, with the pipe. Making Brett look real strong. Then they handcuff uh, Piper to the cage, too. Uh, Jarrett attacks all three men with the pipe as your winner, Kevin Nash. After the match, as they leave, Goldberg breaks the handcuffs, and that is how we end Thunder. It was way more impressive when Kane ripped the door off the cage. i got to be honest. What do you it didn't seem gimmicky when Kane did it. It did not. And also, what do you guys think the fact that we've had two House of Pain matches, or 
Well, that's three too many. That's four too many. Well, because the one was the Outsiders and Revolution. But the other one, Bret Hart's second time that Hart's been in this match. Garbage. And he's stuck being handcuffed to to watch. Russo likes his new gimmicks. So before we mark out No-So, should we do Saturday Night? I forgot to watch it. (sighs) Okay, well, let's mark out No-So for the last pay-per-view of 1999. Oh, shit. WCW Starcade. Y'all ready for uh, this This 12? Possibly 13 matches. What? What? Match number one. It's Disco Inferno and Lash LaRue taking on Ooh. Big Vito and Johnny the Bull. I'm going to have to go no on that. That would be a no for me, dog. Match number two. Okay. Cruiserweight title match. Evan Courageous defends against Mad USA. Um, well, obviously it's a no. But it's no because the outcome isn't in any question. <laughs> That's a good point. Which is sad. Match number three. <laughs> WCW hardcore title match. Screaming Norman Smiley taking on Ming. Um, I'm gonna say no. Uh, I'm just gonna go no as well because uh, yeah, I'm gonna go no. <laughs> no, no. You guys no are so. You guys are no selling this pay-per-view so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight-man tag team match. Oh God. If the Revolution lose, they must be janitors. If Duggan loses, he must renounce the United States. We have the Revolution, Shane Douglas, Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko, and Asia. And they're taking on Hacksaw Jim Duggan and his three mystery partners. How is Shane Douglas going to wrestle? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we got to rock out, Joe. I, I'm marking out. Because Can I, I mark out until the bell rings and then immediately no sell? That's probably fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll mark out. Match number five. Vampiro versus Dr. Death Steve Williams. Gets a no. If Vampiro wins, he gets five minutes with Oklahoma. No. Now I'm good, dog. He gets five minutes with Jay. I think I'm going. But... Uh, see if this makes sense to you. A six-man tag team number one contenders match. Huh? For what? For the tag team titles. Okay. All right. Creative Control and Kurt Hennig will take on Harlem Heat and Midnight. What? Uh, no. No good. No. Mm-hmm. Bunkhouse Brawl match. The natural Dustin Rhodes taking on Jeff Jarrett. No. No. That one hurts me a little bit. It should. How about a, well, Crowbar on a pole match. As David Flair ticks on Diamond Dallas Page. No. No. Jesus, dude. Hey, this one doesn't have a stipulation. Sting takes on the total package. No. No. Fuck. Is this going to be the first ever? I marked out. Cleans. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. We kind of marked out. Oh, I had to. You kind of hedged your bets. Master of the Powerbomb match. Sid Vicious battles Kevin Nash. No. Sadly, no. WCW United States title ladder match. Champion Chris Benoit will take on mystery opponent. No. As that Scott Hall injury is legit. What is it? Knee. 
Uh, Which is why they they just give it to Belton Benoit. Okay. Uh, no, sad. No. All right. Well, here we go. WCW title no disqualification match. Goldberg challenges Brett the Hitman Hart. No. Maybe a year a year ago. So hold on. I have, I have a question, Joe. Yes. We marked out for the Dougie thing, but we didn't really. Yeah. So that's twelve so, matches. You so twelve. So it's on twelve, 12 out of twelve. Yeah. What if Corey tells us? Tells us the opponents Maybe. to see if we mark out a no sell, to see if we clean sweep mark, no sell the entire pay per view. Because we only marked out for the entrance. But I, I, I don't know if we should be spoiled. It's. I feel like it's going to be disappointing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. It's it's not one of those where it's going to be like, well, that changes everything. It's more like. Huh? I'm just saying we have a Shit. shot, Joe. Right. Do we want to no sell an entire right. pay per view? Do you want to go for it? I want to know. All right. Which one? There's two matches where there's a mystery opponent. The tech. Well, <laughs> we already know some of the other ones, so just tell. I guess tell us. Tell us the ladder match first. It's Jeff Jarrett. Double, double duty. So see, a ladder match has been won. Jarrett. That's interesting. See? Now that's interesting. Because they had that nice, sweet little brawl. I might have to mark Monday. out for that. <laughs> yeah. I might have to mark out for that one. Does that mean that we saved the surprise? Because we marked out for Jared yes, Benoit. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh so, man, I was already. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad now. <laughs> what do you want to do, Mike? What do you want to do, Mike? I'll do it. I don't want to disappoint Corey. Corey, hit us with it. In order, <laughs> in order of what the fuckness of tag team partners. <laughs> It's a faction. What? What? It's a faction. It's Is the, it the no, filthy animals. No, no limit soldiers. Nope. It's not the no limit soldiers. Okay. It's Dungeon not of Doom. The... Oh please. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. No, 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 no. So it's not the filthy animals. Okay. It's not the new world order of any kind. Okay. Uh, you have to go a little further back in uh, WWE history. Dangerous Alliance. A little further back. Four Horsemen. Rock no, and, not Rock that and big. Roll Express. No, yeah, you're thinking too big. Oh, shit. Doom. Uh, right era. Uh, it's uh, it's the Varsity Club. What? Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotendo, and Rick Steiner <laughs> have come back in WCW in December of '99. What? <laughs> to team up with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no, it's the Taskmaster uh, IRS and Rick Steiner. In their college get-up uh, oh, stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Gee. Uh, so, Joe, I do have to say, We're we li- would have never guessed that. <laughs> yeah, I would never. Ever in no. our fucking life, <laughs> we would have guessed that. Damn bit. You, you looked like I looked live in 1999, going, what? Okay. Well, Kevin Sullivan retired two years earlier. Yep. IRS, they sent him to Japan and just left him there. Yeah, and he's like, okay. And what is Rick Steiner doing in his old gimmick? Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> so, no. so we got one match, though. One match. I got to tell you, I'm so looking forward to breaking this down with you guys. Uh, As much as he hated it, I feel like Armageddon's better than Stargate. <laughs> I think so. No way this show is good. At this rate. I mean, that's a a safe bet. So the question is, 
when we get there next week, gentlemen, is is it worse than Bash to the Beach 99? Which yeah, we, I mean, have, yeah. we have stated is probably the worst pay-per-view ever. I will put it to you this way. You two very well might think that. I don't. Well, I had watched it yesterday for the first time in forever. Mm-hmm. Bash to the Beach? Okay. No. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and while it's, uh, it's not a good pay-per-view, I didn't find it anywhere near as bad as Bash to the Beach 99, which okay. I thought was just... Such a deplorable, dirty, bad fucking show. It's so bad. This is not good, but it's okay. not that level to me. Okay. Now the ending, maybe. Uh, y- yeah, you know the ending. Yeah, I can't wait for Dave Joe to experience yeah, that ending. The uh, the Jeez. the ending. And more more importantly, the kick. Mm. I watched it last night and it was sickening. Yep. <sighs> yep. So let's go to that glorified. Um, <laughs> Uh, him and her show now. Which, by the way, Miz and Mrs. Whatever. Uh, a little spoiler. Um, watching Raw today for next week's show. I thought I might as well be watching SmackDown again. It checks out. Apparently, so, they're just going to keep that gimmick going every week until about 2011. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> All right. Let's go to Florida State University. That's not. I never want to go there. Where we're going there well, for SmackDown. Well, one guy does. We'll talk about when he gets there, because holy fuck. We start the show off with a recap of Armageddon, uh, Ooh. and how Vince was freaking out on uh, oh. on uh, Raw. I mean, to ask you that. Uh, what was the ordering issue they fucking had? Because they talked about it on Raw. We didn't bring it up. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to I remember. I was like, trying to look it up, and I couldn't find anything about it. I think there was just an issue with... Um, they Did they name it? It was... They just said some... <laughs> People had a trouble issuing. They didn't say they didn't give a company. If I remember correctly, said. if I remember correctly, they did that on purpose because they didn't want to ruffle feathers. But this happened a couple times, and I can't remember if this was the Direct TV issue or the um, Comcast issue. Uh, but one of them, there was it, it happened multiple times. There was another one, like a year later. That was the other one. I think that was Direct TV. I think this might have been the Comcast one. Where there was just an issue ordering and it didn't work. And I think this might have been the one where it cut out after like the second match. Oh, Jesus. So it worked. You, you, you're full, you're lulled in that false sense of security. And then it just goes black. Oh. Yeah. Damn. So uh, they show. I mean, I'd rather have it happen on Armageddon than say WrestleMania. So. Yeah. You're not wrong. They show Stephanie uh, telling Vince. Um, you know, I like it when Triple H sticks it in my poop shooter. Uh, then we see highlights of uh, a <laughs> mud ru- uh, it? No. a pudding match. Uh, when you say highlights, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, Kane and Big Show in different handicap matches. Um, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie and uh, Triple H running Raw now. So we start... The show off a SmackDown with a town hall meeting. It's just uh, the only thing I saw when I got this in my head was just that meeting after um, Survivor Series '97. That's all I could think of. Yep. Like, who wants to leave? You, anybody can leave. Who wants it? We have Foley's a, only one with the balls enough to get up and leave. We have a town hall Cowards. meeting. We have uh, DX telling everybody to shut up, being the suck ups that they are. Vince uh, and Shane are not there tonight. Triple H said, Triple H and Stephanie say things around here will be fair. People have been held down for a long time. Now it's time for them to shine. People have, who have been given the silver platter 
That's being taken away. Considering who who said that line, I almost like right. Like, I was like, <laughs> like, mm. like, oh, that's that's rich. That's rich. Everyone will be treated fairly. Yeah, that Steph- sounds like WWE. Stephanie brings up uh, mankind and now Snow, how they're friends now. They're enemies. So tonight, Stephanie makes a match between Al Snow and Mankind. <laughs> Triple H points out The Rock, and he's like, hey, you've been wanting a, a title match tonight. So tonight, it's going to be The Rock versus Big Show. And they say, you know what it is, guys? It's the beginning of the McMahon-Helmsley era. If only they could get it right. At some point, uh, old Hunter here was not ready for that name yet because he kept trying to weasel in the Helms of McMahon era. Yep, yep. <laughs> and quickly that was um, rebranded. <laughs> yeah. I, I get a feeling that was a precursor into most of the discussions between the two of those in their household where he has an idea and it's quickly ratified to whatever she wants. You tell me I'm wrong? No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, I I was I one thing I did love the fact that after like the like, like, meeting's over and like DX are the only ones that go up and like shake their hands like hey good job good job you're doing great well I mean at one point Lawler does say that uh, he may wear the pants in the family but she picks it out for him <laughs> which I've used tons of times it's phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> then we go to the ring as this big boss man saying what he's done to Al Snow has been bad what he's done with big boss man. What he did to uh, boss, uh, Big Show's fake daddy was cruel. Wait and see what he has next. However, he is then interrupted by one Chris Jericho. Crowd favorite. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is he over? Jericho says Bossman can't say anything entertaining, so shut the hell up. Jericho is backstage begging uh, to show off his new title. Jericho says that he isn't afraid to beat up either Bossman or Prince Allen. <laughs> So. Of all of his former things he no longer does, the the getting names wrong is my favorite. We have uh, Prince Allen. so Allen, disrespectful. Have, uh, Mike Foley. Mike Foley. Mitchell Cole. Mike, what did he call? Mike Henry. Um, Dewey Pinzer or something like that. Uh, Albert, oh, Albert attacks Jericho, but then China comes out. Uh, we Then we cut to Triple H and Shan, uh, Stephanie drinking champagne and enjoying this match. Shout Bo- Canyon. Bossman distracts the ref and gives Albert the nightstick. But, Canyon. but China comes in and low blows Albert. Jericho hits the lion salt for the win. What's that crafty bitch doing? That's what Stephanie asked uh, Triple H, and Triple H's <coughs> like, I don't know. China, China does whatever she wants. I don't know. I don't sleep with her anymore. As Triple H is like, you of all people should know this. And he's like, I don't really don't get women. Um, Stephanie's like, you know what? I'm going to go out to ringside next for the next match. And it's like, she, Triple H is like, who's in the next match? And it's like, it's Kurt Angle. And who is he facing? Test. And he's like, the hell you are. Then we're going to come back from commercial and they're still arguing over the fact that she's going to go out and watch. Because uh, well, she thinks Kurt, Kurt Angle's cute. That's right. Yeah, are we a little early into this marriage to be uh, planting doubt? We're three days in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess for attitude error, that's actually yeah. running late. So. Well, I mean, technically we're <laughs> ten days in. Triple H tries to... Uh, that's still a little early. Triple H tells her that he can make her stay, but she's like, no. Nope. One can't grieve forever. And <laughs> she leaves and goes to the ringside. And uh, uh, so our next match is Kurt Angle versus Test. Um, Stephanie distracts Tess for a minute for Angle to hit him with a German suplex. 
uh, as Stephanie's out in commentary, she's like, hey, uh, King, last time I was down here and I was with Test, you were telling me not to get married and how all this, you now this, this. And now I'm with Triple H. You're now sucking up to me, kissing my ass. And he, oh, no, no, I didn't, no, I didn't. He's just trying to play that off. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Test is, pun- uh, as Ruble said, she at one point, she says, oh, I think Angle's cute. <laughs> Test is punching Angle in the corner. Stephanie leaves the table, calls for the bell, and says he's been punching with a closed hand fist. Then Angle starts celebrating like he won the gold medals. And I think it was cool. Like, I've never seen anybody celebrate a match victory via closed hand fist like he has before. It's natural. Damn it. Uh, Tess stalks Stephanie around the ramp and uh, ringside. They walk up the ramp. And then DX and Billy G- DX comes out and attack one test. Uh, during the break, we see uh, Tess being checked on. Maybe they broke his nose. Briscoe Jeez, and Patterson nice. are with them, checking on him. Steph and uh, Triple H show up. Test freaks out, but he's strapped to the stretcher, so he can't really do anything. So Triple H makes a match tonight between Briscoe and Patterson versus the Outlaws. And uh, he says, you know, I'll even do you guys a favor and make a tag team championship match. Isn't that a bit much if you broke your nose, you're on a stretcher? Isn't that a bit much? <laughs> well, if you haven't noticed, they're completely just neutering Test. Uh that's why, Jesus, that's why he man. was on the stretcher for like, to be neutered. Not it wasn't be... even his fucking idea for the storyline. Like, fucking Christ, dude. He's paying the price for he the storyline. He just story said line. yes. <laughs> like a good fucking employee. Because I... this, how can this look like anything other than a hit job at this point? God damn. <laughs> As uh, Stephanie says, if they don't do it, they'll be fired. So let's go to our next match. As it's. <laughs> Took about 20 years. Jeff Hardy. Versus Matt Hardy? What? Part in the match where King makes fun of Cole because Cole's trying to describe the relationship between the two, and he's like, they're brothers. That simply describes it. <laughs> and like Cole's like, they've they grown up together. they wrestled before with each other at their home, and King's like, they're brothers. What else do I have to say? They're brothers. <laughs> he got them there. Yeah. Cole, Cole was getting, like, visibly annoyed. I'm sure Lawler was annoyed, too. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Jeff get serious during the match, and Terry tries to break him up, but they both shove her out of the way. Hey, 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 hey. Was it weird the whole night for you guys? It really felt like Vince and Shane weren't here. Because, like, commentary was, like, weird like that. Like, they were clearly, like, not getting direction or not the same direction they usually get because they were kind of off on their own, and it wasn't... Working great? I could see that. By that, yeah. do you mean Cole? Because Lawler never listened to Vince. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But by that, I mean Cole. I mean Mitchell. 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 Damn it, Mitchell. Uh, Matt hits a DDT. Mitchell Cologne. Uh, on the outside. Cool? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Matt hits the DDT that he gets sprung up on uh, to the ropes on the outside and uh, hits the DDT. Cool move. Remember, I, saw, I guess the first time I ever saw it was Ray, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Uh, so cool. Fast-paced match between the two brothers. Jeff goes Brother. for the springboard uh, flip, but he lands on his feet. Matt rolled him up, and uh, roll. Uh, Matt rolled out of the ring. Jeff hits a swanton over the top rope onto Matt. Matt hits a top rope face buster. Jeff uh, hits the swanton, but Matt kicks out. 
Jeff goes for the 450 but lands on his feet and lands wrong. And then Matt hits some type of like net breaker. I don't know what the move was. For the win, the Hardys and Terry embrace after the match. This was a really fun match. You know, it's funny you talked about Ray being the one that does that move originally. Because it was while watching this match last week, I was thinking. I, nowhere, it just popped into my head. I was like, man, can you imagine if the filthy animals were in WWF? <laughs> You take Edge and Christian, the Hardy. Well, but I was thinking more like the team of Kidman and Ray, yeah. and you match them with the Hardys and Edge and Christian and the Dudleys and all that. And holy fuck! Well, I can think. So it's just like another in the long list of like what the fuck WCW. But like, whenever I see Jericho come out in the pop that he gets, I'm like, you fucking idiots, nope. <laughs> right? You had this a year and a half ago. Every time, every time he gets that pop, and I and I've, told, I've said man. on this show or the Monday Night War stories. Where you can listen to it, no sellentainment.com. That I don't remember the pops being so loud every week. I just thought it was ro- night one when he came out to uh, with The Rock. Dude, okay, so we're in December. That's actually perfect because this is the time frame that something happened at, uh, where I worked at Dairy Mart. Um, see, it's 99, but even though it was 99 and wrestling was hugely popular, right? Mm. You still didn't see too many people wearing wrestling shirts. Yeah. Except for if it was in W.O. Andy Bro shirts were everywhere. Or 316? Yes. Um, what? You, you, like, uh, they say the 316 is the best-selling wrestling shirt of all time. I disagree. But, I mean, you you couldn't miss N.W.O. wherever you went. And to this day, they're still all over TV. And went, but the point I'm trying to make is, that's about all you saw. Yeah. But there was a guy who came in, um, and around this time he bought a new shirt. It was the Y2J shirt that he's wearing at this mm-hmm. point. And it was so cool to see somebody rocking a Y2J shirt. Yeah. I'm like, that's fucking cool. And, like, I love, it's one of those, like, it's, it rarely happens, right? Because it was culturally relevant. But you had to be, like, like, if you didn't watch wrestling, you didn't get why the J was there. You were like, the fuck? So it was, it was like an inside joke to any wrestling fan who got it. It, it was, was so awesome. good, though. It was so good. And... Yeah, no, he's monster pop. And you have to think to to the Benoits and Malenkos and Guerreros of the world, uh, they were always the ones that preceded Jericho places. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that he's like, finally, he, he jumped first because uh, he had the belief in himself. And uh, him getting this over is exactly why the clique was trying to bury him. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't work. No one else who came in that year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, at one point, Big Show was yeah, huge. some moments, for sure. But they, but they tanked him both times. Yep. Like, who else has gotten there in the last couple of years? Bossman came in. He's in moments, but other than that. But he was supposed to be a heel. But nope. Anyway, like, there's nobody who's come in who's gotten this fucking over. And it's like, oh, it's shit. bananas. And, you know, another reason the click didn't, uh, especially one with the big nose, didn't like him so much is because a lot of people inside the company, even when we're talking executives and producers, thought, "Hey, we don't need Sean back anymore. We've Jericho. got we've got Jericho, the younger version. He's younger. He's just as popular. We don't need him back." Mm-hmm. And that didn't sit well with Hunter yeah. at all. A lot of heat there. Speaking of a lot of heat, we see Tori barging in to Steph's and Triple H's locker room. She's <laughs> she's pissed off at the pudding match she had to be part of on the night. That's on a lot of bush. Uh, 
the triple threat match that Kane was part of, even though it was just the it was a handicap. It's a lot of pudding. You're Tori wants no no more humiliation matches. <laughs> so Stephanie makes one uh, tonight of her Stephanie McMahon versus Tori. <laughs> Everyone's like, huh? Uh, the posse then come in and apologize, and they want to make up for it. Uh, they said uh, they would do anything for them. Just let them know. And Stephanie's like, you know, they won't do that. You. You know what? I got an idea. So <laughs> now, now I just see the Mean Street Posse back in a meatloaf. <laughs> we got a new show coming up. So our next dating show. What is it? He has a dating show coming out called I Will Do Anything for Love, but I won't do that. My God. <laughs> My God. Our next match is Tori versus Stephanie McMahon. However, we cut backstage and the posse is attacking Kane. Stephanie says that uh, she made this match to humiliate her by having Kane get beat up in the back. Tori leaves the ring, but Stephanie's like, hey, 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 you're going to face your real opponent, and here comes X-Pac. Tori spits in X-Pac's face, but X-Pac shoves her in the corner. She falls into the uh, Bronco Buster position. Triple H holds Tori down. Triple H, uh, X-Pac hits the Bronco Buster, and then the X-Factor for the win. That's uncomfortable. Nuts in the face. Uh, they celebrate standing over Tori as uh, X-Pac's yelling, I did it. Like he... <laughs> Face full of nut. Face full of nut. During the break, we see Kane uh, coming down and carrying Tori out, uh, to the back. Uh, backstage, the posse is Your being... Your face smells like crotch. ...said that they did a great job to Triple H and staff, but Triple H, no, you guys, he did a horrible job. Kane has left the building with Tori. So, for that reason... Uh, Posse, you're going to be taking on the Acolytes again tonight. Jesus. <laughs> God damn. Uh, our next, uh, then we see Al Snow in the front of DX locker room saying, hey, thanks for everything. I'll bring Mankind uh, back here. As our next match was well, that that wasn't announced until during the match, This that this is a Falls Count Anywhere match. Mankind versus Al Snow. Al brings a baseball bat down. Snow takes a swing, but Mankind moves. The bat breaks over the post. They brawl around the announce table. uh, Mankind hits Snow with a chair. Snow hits Mankind with a baking sheet and a trash can lid multiple times. Mankind double-armed DDT Snow on a street sign. Uh, Mankind goes for Mr. Sacco. Al runs outside. Al suplexes Mankind on the ramp. Al puts on a bowling shirt and grabs a bowling ball. However, Mankind low blows Al with Mr. Sacco with tongs. Al's down the bottom turnbuckle, so uh, Mankind hits the strike as he throws the... Uh, that looks not fun. Catching a bowling ball than a dick. And it was no. right down the middle, too. Nah. I wouldn't more to that. No, we good, fam. Uh, they fight back up the ramp, and they go to the back. They fight in the back, and then you see uh, them go both enter... The DX locker room, you hear noises and stuff, but then all of a sudden, Al Snow flies out of the locker room. Mankind stumbles, and then The Rock comes out with a chair. The Rock then takes off the DX sign, but it's The Rock sign. Locker room. Oh, he outsmarted Al Snow. Mankind mankind covers for the win. Seth outsmarted Al Snow. What did you guys think of this match? I, I liked it, but you just knew they were going backstage because of the previous shot. Yeah, I expected more. Uh, if you're going to give these two a hardcore match, should have been better than this. I feel like on a pay-per-view it might be. 
Yeah, but they're probably. I feel like Foley, Foley likes him enough television. to give him a lot. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that's not what this called for. This is all about the Rock getting his comeuppance. Because mm-hmm. God knows the Rock needs to outsmart Al Snow. Just show up that day, <laughs> right? And you win. I know it was integral to the success of the Rock's career that he looks good against Al Snow. He looks better than Leaf Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see Briscoe and Patterson trying to get us warmed up. Briscoe's telling Patterson to calm down. You know, five years ago we could we could have beaten up anyone. And Briscoe five won- years ago. Uh, That's what he <laughs> says. Twenty five. Not too sure about five years ago, but Briscoe. Well, says- hold on, Briscoe. Yes. Nah. Briscoe was still shooting on people like two thousand twelve. Yeah, people let him. Briscoe wants the title as Patterson is freaking out. All I'm saying was he wasn't shooting on Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. That's all I'm saying. He was shooting on like fucking. JBL. JBL, come on. Shooter. Uh, let's go to our next match. As is Edge versus Christian. This looks like me up there. Um, yeah, Edge versus Christian. The lights, orange lights and logo comes up again. Before the match, we see uh, Triple H and Stephanie as the outlaws show up wanting a drink. But Triple H is like, hey, uh, you guys have a match later. Stephanie and Triple H is like, hey, we need to get Mm-mm. some... Uh, Fresh air, so uh, we go back to the match, and it's a back and forth match here. Edge goes with the spear, but le- Christian hits him with a leg uh, leg sweep. Edge face plants Christian off the top rope. Edge goes for the cross body, but Christian revol- reverses it into a roll up. Christian rolls up Edge, but the ref counts it, and the, but the Edge reverses it at, at two and gives the match to Edge. It was a funky. I was so confused what happened in this match. Didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. As Christian shoves the ref after the match and raises the arm of Edge. So it was a funky ending to this match. Uh, The posse's trying to leave the arena, but Stephanie and uh, Triple H catch them outside and tell them, get their ass to the ring. So our next match is the Acolytes versus the posse. Now, you say that, Joe, but... What I hear when he comes out is Hulk Hogan shows up at about 1986. Yep. Because Farouk is more fucking over the Butch Reed in Florida. That's all I'm saying. Jesus Christ. I like that former tag partner. Yeah, I like that. that. How, excited was, how excited was Simmons? To, now I got Doom's theme music yeah, in my head. Right. How excited was he to come out and be like, dude. Dude. That was banana. You, yeah, you don't fuck with, uh, you don't fuck with Farouk. Whole, the, like you would swear to God, he left fucking football a year ago, like with that reception. That is, absolutely, it was absolutely, it was fun to watch. This is why I always laugh when people were like, "Oh, he wasn't that big of a deal in college football." <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, he fucking was. was. Hall of Famer, bitch. Yeah, yeah three-time All American. <laughs> and I think isn't he, like, if not one of the only like defensive, defensive guys li- to be defensive uh, lineman to be like number six in the Heisman yeah, for yep. his year, like. A defensive lineman yeah, in the that Heisman? Doesn't sue. That doesn't happen. Uh, missing one in the early Watt? 90s. No, Watt wasn't. No. There's somebody in the early 90s. I can't remember. But yeah, no. Jason so yeah. Taylor? It's very rare. He is legit. Yeah. But yeah. It's actually one of the names I bring up when people are like, there's no fucking real athletes in wrestling. I'm like, Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons, bitch. And they're like, uh, but, but like, no, but. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You lose. So like out of a handful <laughs> of. Out of a. Out of, <laughs> Rock Lesnar. Yeah. yeah. Out of a handful of defensive linemen, Ron Simmons is one of them that was a yes. Heisman I mean, finalist. Not a hopeful 
finalist. It's just... Well, this match is a squash. It's one minute. They destroy (laughs) each member one by one again. Is this... uh, Look at my list real quick. Is this the match where they... Was it in here where they were doing all the chair shots? Yes. Well, they were just denting chairs yes. over these fucking dudes' heads. Yep. My God, dude. This is my second all-time favorite Ron Simmons moment on SmackDown. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do we get, are we going to see the first one? No. So what is it? Not during this. Uh, during the Reverend Devon era of SmackDown, he came out and uh, was trying to get money for the collection plate, and he was... He was preaching about the sins of masturbation, and he's taking on Ron Simmons. So Ron Simmons comes out and says, I like to masturbate. Damn. And beats the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amazing. This would be a shirt. <laughs> Damn, I think it should be. Oh, the first part. Yeah. <laughs> well, we go back. So I was like, well, never thought I'd hear that on TV, but okay, here we go. You know. I like to masturbate. <laughs> Damn. True words were never spoken, I guess. <laughs> Well, we go backstage with Lillian Garcia. She wants to interview good old JR. Oh. JR, what do you think of the McMahon Helmsley era? I think it's sad and he's embarrassed by it. Does this idiot know he should never just do a, pro- a promo? JR, what do you think of Stephanie? Well, she's being a really, uh, being a little, well, I can't say it, but it r- rhymes with w- rich and starts with a B. Well, leave it vague there, JR. Right? It rhymes with bitch, but sounds like cunt. <laughs> Then we then we see Stephanie and a Triple H yelling at Jr. asking him to say that word. He won't, so she bitch slaps him. Stephanie says, "Say my name, say my name." Well, when no one is around you, won't be the last time he gets probably slapped by her. Uh, our next match, you guys, is too cool with Rakishi versus the Hollies and Viscera. Well, uh, Chimmel said it right, so Chimmel's on it. Yeah, Rakishi. Rikishi. Rikishi. So, uh. Viscera leaves this match uh, back and forth, though, or Kishi hits the big splash on Hardcore Holly for the win. Then we get a promo of Terry tell, telling Santa all her uh, naughty things I, that she's done. I just wanted her to stay here. Just stay had here. to have aired somewhere else, and we got like a follow. This is just felt like a follow up video to some something that aired somewhere else. I was just like, go on. <laughs> you and your friends had a little too much to drink. Go on. Zig is it? Ah. Then we see the outsiders making fun of uh, the Stooges about how we have to. Oh, that uh, is going to be funny because you know this upcoming match is going to be a no DQ match, and they don't know that. No one would have saw that coming. So let's go our air ninth match of the night and no DQ tag team championship match of Briscoe and Patterson versus the New Age Outlaws. Uh. Billy makes the joke that they should just uh, sign their wills now. However, once they get in the ring, Briscoe has pa- uh, powder in his pocket, and uh, Patterson has a chain. Um, they let Briscoe and Patterson get it off. A few move- moves off before Outlaws take advantage. Patterson has gun in a Boston Crab. Briscoe has Road Dog in a figure four. However, Road Dog gets some brass knucks and hits Patterson with it. Gun then hits Briscoe with the Famouser for the win. Uh, how many matches do we need to see between the Outlaws and the Stooges before enough is enough? Because, um, I mean, we talked about it. Like, the first time it happened was fucking awesome when I was younger. I remember loving this shit. 
And now I'm just like, can we can we not have another Stooges tag match? That would that would be awesome actually at this point if we could just not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, maybe if they. I did, don't mind it if it's Larry and Curly. Maybe if they did the, uh, you know, Shimp, sir. First of all, when oh. they first came sure. out, when they got like the super over part of when they first came out, maybe then, but not not a year, not a year later. Let's go to our main event for. Dude, st- never run stuff into the ground though, guys. It's like I don't even pop and work for the Hogan music. I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, I didn't pop Whatever. this much. Yeah, uh, let's go to our main event. For the WWF Championship, as it's The Rock versus The Big Show. I didn't know my cousin works CZW. But first, Triple H and Stephanie come out and say, hey, this match now is a lumberjack match. All the heels come out. Uh, but Stephanie and Triple H have a lazy boy on the stage <laughs> to watch this match. Uh, during the match, you know, both men get thrown out into the company spends money weirdly. Right, right? <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> both men get thrown out to the outside. The heels beat them up. Rock then hits a rock bottom, uh, but then Billy Gunn breaks the pin. Big Show chokes slams the rock and covers, but four people pull out the Big Show to t- attack him. <laughs> rock and Big Show do a double clothesline. They both fly over the top rope. All the lumberjacks attack. Big Show and Rock until Mankind comes down with a uh, cart full of weapons and the Rock gets a sheet pan and starts hitting all the lumberjacks. Rock hits... uh, So uh, Mankind leaves. Rock and Show are attacking all the the lumberjacks. Rock uh, hits the rock bottom and people's elbow and viscera as Triple H is freaking out on the stage as we end SmackDown. Bum, bum, bum. So, boys, what was the better show? Oh, well, SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Although, I will say the Thunder wasn't bad. It wasn't. Uh, it's been better. It was better than better the past since like, three months. Yeah. Because it actually makes people show up. <laughs> you know, geez, God forbid you earn some of that overpriced contract you have. You can't add nothing That's, to that. You know. <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm not saying these boys should get the money, but, you know, fuck. At least earn it. So, let's see what the ratings did. Well, <laughs> guessing not great. Yeah. So, last week, WCW got a 2.27 and WWF got a 4.33. Uh-huh. Does hey. Thunder ever get higher than Nitro? I guess that's the question. Mm, no, I don't believe so. WCW did go up, guys. Oh, they went up in the ratings. 2.28. 2.33. I mean, hey, don't scoff at it. It's, uh, for, it's not down. For how they've been this year, that's that's good. WWF went up to 4.41. Well, there's that. Well, yeah, yeah. SmackDown doing what it was designed to do. Yep. Single-handedly save UPN from going under. Uh, so that would be Moesha? No, it was SmackDown. <laughs> They'll hey, be the first ones to admit it. All those, <laughs> shows, all those shows are now on uh I can't Netflix. even name another fucking UPN show. The Parkers? That's probably right. That sounds. I know it is. It is. I just forgot about it because, well, the you Barkers. Know. You know. Yeah. But let's go to our favorite part of the show. <laughs> it's a racist ask. Was there ever a white sitcom on UPN? No, but it's the award <laughs> show time. <laughs> so let's start off with best match. EVC. Edge versus Christian for me. I went uh, Jeff versus Matt. It's weird being wrong, but okay. 
Fine. <laughs> Fine. Matt versus Jeff. There it is. It's that house of pain. No, um. There it is. Uh, <laughs> Mab. Mab. Nah. It's between the two that you guys picked. I'm trying to figure out which one I liked more. They were both good. I actually thought uh, uh, Edge and Christian had a little more chemistry in the ring against each other. I did. I wonder what their relationships <laughs> I will say they had better chemistry, but I liked the Hardy match better because the ending to Edge and Christian was weird. It was. Yeah. So I'll go with the Hardy one. Worst match. Oh, well. Uh, what did Mab do? Mab faced uh, uh, Vampiro. There you go. Uh, X-Pac versus Tori. X-Pac and that Tori. Was, that was awkward, too. X-Pac and Tori. So as we said it, uh, it was not in a pool of liquid, so... Hey, this is fair game. Boom. Uh, who is your MVP? Hooventude Guerrero, baby. Yeah, I got Hoovy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As yeah. terrible as he was last week, fuck, he was entertaining this week. <laughs> yes, he was. It's Hoovy. It's a jabroni match of the week. Uh, we, I marked that are one. for sure stealing still that, that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We're going to come up with a jabroni Christian match of the week. Christian Canyon. Man, so Jabroni match of the week should be the worst, match, be the of worst the match of the week yeah. now, I think. We need yeah, to, it, we have it's to now be. renamed yep. the yeah. Jabroni, Jabroni match, of the, match week. of the week. So, like, the Jabroni match of the thank year. Thank you, Hoovy. Oh, my God. In the thank year you. of our Lord, 1999, yeah. they provided us with Hoovy. I actually was thinking about the other day, like, should we rename Moadib Jabroni? Well, I mean, no, we can't because it's about to become relevant again. I know. That's fair. But Jabroni match of the week. Great Google Jabroni, Jabroni match, match of the week, week. for sure. Who is your motive? Uh, the posse. Damn dog, that's a that's a rough week. <laughs> that's fucking yeah, rough. I'm gonna go with the posse. They had a ooh, what the they had a rough time. Uh, I'll go uh, Mab. I mean, you're you're never wrong. Never wrong. Uh, who like he was? I honestly like we talked about. I don't even know what the fuck he did. He is so irrelevant. So so relevant that you noticed he's not working Starcade. Addition by subtraction. Right. Who is, what is your WTF? I got mine. Uh, really making uh, some, I would say that making uh, Goldberg and Hart look weak is a bold move going into your pay-per-view. <laughs> That's really selling that match, aren't we? These are your two best in the company, huh? I mean... <laughs> And before this, it was booked like a squash anyway, because Brett's looked like anything but strong. I mean, damn, dude. Like, this is something, this is why WWF's, like, main event is generally always better. Because they, even when they, like, because like, the, the big show isn't in the main event, but their main event's strong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be for the title to be the main event. And whatever they do in the main event for fucking WCW is usually trash. Which is amazing, considering the amount of star power they have. They can't get a match people give a fuck about. I think it's because... Um, I really think it's because... Vince McMahon, for one, has always only cared about like the top four people. Yeah. Tell me what we're doing with the top four more important people. What's the main event look like? And that's why, for a lot of years, the undercard just kind of suffers. Well, which is money, why, unfortunately. Which is why, but but the but the he sweet has that boxing like mindset, right? But the sweet spot and why it was so good when Russo and him were together is because Russo cared about the undercard, mm-hmm. um, so you can get other people over to become those main guys. Vince has got tunnel vision, yeah. um, and WWE all the top guys have creative control. So once you get to that main event area, it's a fucking wasteland of ego, and. 
Good luck trying to get it figured out. Yes. Uh, my WTF, by the way, is the uh, way they did Thunder by having two people going into the go-home show for your match, lose, and then having your main event to look super weak to be beat by Jeff Jarrett and um, Kevin Nash. Plus you lost Scott Hall. And you lost Scott Hall. Already. Scott Hall can't catch a break right now. Well, me thinks he should have come back. Uh, me thinks he wasn't um, in the right frame of mind to be he wrestling. Pro- he probably wasn't most nights, but I have so enjoyed him while he's been back because he was such a breath of fresh air after what we got the entire year in WCW that selfishly, I know you're right. Most nights, he probably wasn't uh, where he should have been. But God damn, did I enjoy just him being there. Yeah. So, guys, we're... Going to Starcade next. There the, we are. The Cade of Stars. Going to old DC. We're going to old DC. So that'll be on the upcoming pay-per-view war stories. Uh, then we got the Monday Night War Stories the night after. Can't wait because I've heard some stuff from Corey and it's going to be weird. So uh, yeah, can't wait. That'll be next week. You can listen to all of our podcasts at NoSouthEntertainment.com or go to any of our social medias to find it. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast.